Man Up, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. I am Joe Stopulis, and today I will be discussing thoughts, uh, reflections from a recent retreat I went on on Cloisters on the Platte out in Nebraska. Had a wonderful experience there. Had a lot that I that I learned from it about myself, about spirituality, and wanted to share uh, some of that with you guys today. So let's start in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen mentioned before the importance of retreat uh, and what that can look like in all of our lives, right? Whether it's a, a one-day retreat, uh, just taking a break, uh, whether it's for uh, an hour, just taking an hour of adoration or taking a full day of adoration or whatever it looks like. Uh, and sometimes the opportunity presents itself to do, to do something larger than that. Uh, and I was recently given that opportunity um, by some friends and my wife um, to, to go to Cloisters on the Platte out in Nebraska and just had a wonderful experience there and it just really did learn a lot about myself it's a silent you know two and a half days of silence uh, so I, I enjoy being uncomfortable and being put into new positions uh, for growth and this was one of those uh, I think there's always, you know, be, being comfortable, being uncomfortable is an important thing. And if we ever get to a point where we're not putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations, that's not healthy. So I, I, I firmly embrace that. And I knew going into it that it was going to be a stretch. And, you know, for me, I, I honestly think it was the perfect amount of time. Uh, I, I really felt like, okay, I was, I was dialed in. I got a lot out of it. I, I definitely want to do it again. And then by the end of the, you know, that the end of the retreat weekend, I was ready to, I was ready to talk and discuss some stuff with some people, um, but had a lot of good that came out of it and wanted to share a lot, you know, some of these thoughts, some of these ideas that the retreat master gave to me, some of the ones that the Lord put in my heart uh, over the course of those two days. So stick around. We're going to head to a short break and we will be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio was provided by Bows and the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. They provide unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules, all part of the Mercy College experience. Learn more at mchs.edu. Thank you, Builder Ken Construction, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken Construction is a commercial general contractor. Projects range from tenant improvements, historical renovations, to high-rise buildings. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. Thank you, Builder Ken Construction, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Excited today to share some thoughts, reflections uh, on the opportunity I had uh, this past weekend, actually. So I'm recording this right after, uh, while everything's still fresh in my head, um, regarding a retreat experience I had at Cloisters on the Platte. So this is something I knew nothing about. So I obviously had a... You know, I've, I've talked often about the importance of 
of pilgrim pilgrimage, and which is something you can do with your family, uh, right? Obviously, you can do it by yourself or with your family. I've also talked about the importance of retreat, and usually for me, that is that's usually done in the the idea of a by myself, maybe taking a day off of work and trying to do it at the a local church or uh, the Adoration Chapel or something like that, right? So just I, I, I've mentioned and I've talked about the importance of retreat, taking these periods of time uh, where we where we enter more deeply into prayer, uh, into communion with the Lord to get direction, uh, to, to reset, to hear his voice uh, more clearly and deeply than we do in our daily life, right? We, we have so much noise going on that sometimes we really need a full, uh, just a reset, uh, an opportunity to do that, especially given how busy our world is. And the more I read, uh, you know, people like Cardinal Sarah, um, John Sr., uh, many of the great minds in the church, uh, there's this, uh, this continuing uh, theme of, of silence and entering into silence. And, and a lot of these, oh man, a lot of the people I'm reading were from like the early 1900s, and they were talking about it, about the noise of, of the industrialization uh, of America and, and of Europe. And man, how much more do we need it today, right? In 2022, especially with, with, our, just our phones alone, uh, the distractions that they cause. Um, but then just, you know, especially in the in our lives, especially as parents with, with kids and obligations and work, there's just a lot going on, right? And so the being, being forthright in setting time, setting time aside to enter deeply into, into prayer and the communion with the Lord, again, something that's not new to the show, uh, it's something I've talked about with some frequency, I believe, in the past. But I will say the experience I had this past weekend is one unlike anything I've ever had before. Uh, and I mean that with in, in many senses of the word, uh, just purely time. Uh, just the, the period of time I had um, Thursday to Sunday is a, a tremendous amount of time. So I thank my wife uh, over and over and over and over again uh, for the ability to do this Um it's clearly not lost on me how the, the while I enter into quiet and I enter into prayer, she enters into a, a world full of chaos, uh, extra chaos because she's doing it without me, right? So um, fully aware that this is not a um, – there's no negative ramifications or there's at least no you – know, there's definitely a yin to the yang of me being able to do this and her sacrificing for it. So part of marriage though, right? So this is how, how marriage goes. And so I want to talk to you about the experience I had. Uh, and there's just a lot of great things that came out of it that I wanted to share. So let's, let's start at the beginning. This retreat, uh, I had a handful of buddies um, who had, this is back in like November or something. It was last year for sure. And we're, we're hanging out, having fun uh, at one of their houses. And they said, oh, man, Joe, we're doing this retreat next, next year uh, on the last weekend in June. You should join us. And I'm like, sounds great, guys. I would love to. I happen to be free that weekend. But this is not my call. This is Kristen's call. Like, I, if she wants me to go on this and she wants me to do this, I am I'm more than happy to do it. But again, this is again not my decision. Uh, Kristen, being the great wife that she is, said yes, absolutely, you should do this. Um, let's sign up. So, uh, there's an interesting dynamic with the cloisters and the plat, which is just outside of uh, Omaha. We'll talk about that in a bit. The dynamic is the women's retreats have a, a waiting line of about double. I mean, I think there are 80 spots or something, and there are 80 waiting spots. And people, it's it's crazy. Whereas the men's, you, there are some that are filled, some weekends that are filled, but some that are not. And so I happen to find this, there happen to be a few spots left on the weekend that I uh, signed up for. 
And so, you know, that night I, I booked it and that was it. Um, and didn't think much about it until we, until the date was coming up. It's like, Oh man, here it comes. Um, so I got to get prepared for it. Well, I knew literally nothing about this place coming into it. Uh, I, I did no research. I didn't look at the website basically at all. So I had no idea what I was getting into. I will say my previous retreat experience, uh, experiences have been very of very modest means. Uh, if I've ever gone anywhere a couple times, I don't know Kristen uh, has gone to uh, the monastery in Dubuque, and again, very modest, very modest means there as well. Uh, you, you really enter into a, not a life of poverty necessarily, but there's definitely nothing uh, too fancy going on there. Literally the exact opposite experience, the closer to the plat. So Joe Ricketts of the Ricketts family, they are obviously very well-to-do. They believe they own the Cubs. They, they're, at this point in their lives, uh, philanthropists. I believe one of them is the um, governor of Nebraska, a, a family of some prominence. Well, he wanted to give the gift of Ignatian spirituality to people for the next 500 years, essentially his goal on this thing. Uh, he wanted to be able to create a place that would attract people with so much beauty that they that they basically couldn't resist it uh, and give them a comfortable experience. Think of it almost just like a getaway experience where you are going to have the comforts of a of a wonderful vacation and refreshing uh, yourself while entering deeply into Ignatian spirituality. So, again, I, I did not know any of this coming into it. So you, you pull up, and I'd, I'd heard all the stations of the cross are cool, and it's a you know, beautiful place, and yada, yada. That's all I'd heard. I, I knew nothing. Well, I get there, and it is a sprawling 300-acre uh, property. And they've obviously, I assume it was a lot of timber and a lot of fields. Well, they have, this place is immaculate. There's, it's just, you get there, and the landscaping alone is incredible. The, the fields, the rolling hills, uh, the grass, the way everything's manicured. It's just a, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of property. And one of the, the first things that, that you get, you, you welcome to, there's a statue of, of St. Ignatius of Loyola there, and it's, you know, very, very beautiful. But as you pull in, you see uh, essentially uh, the cross uh, and the two other crosses to the, to the right and left of it. Um, and they're enormous. They're huge. You can't miss them. And you're, you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is this is something. They're up on the top of this hill. It's very prominent. Uh, and you realize that is just one of the stations of the Stations of the Cross that I'd heard so much about. Uh, well, anyway, you, you, you eventually get in, and you find out this place is – it's like a five-star hotel. Everything about it is incredible. There are eight different cabins, essentially, where you stay, and each of the eight cabins – each of the rooms is separated, so there's no walls that are touch. You have your own, like, little retreat house. It's crazy. Uh, like, heated floors, beautiful. Like, the, I don't know why they have king-size beds for a singles retreat, but they have king-size beds because why not? Um, and each of the each of the, the, the rooms has a different the, – the lookout, I happen to go right out into this pond. So, I mean, you can't – so from my room, all you saw was water and then the fields behind it. it it's just incredible. Huge picture windows. Some of the other, I visited all the places. Um, some of them had, had like rolling, you know, rocks with with rolling streams behind it. All of it incredible. Um, the art throughout the place is priceless. Everywhere you go, the art the artwork is just stunning. Uh, it's very uh, kind of an impressionist 
mode, you know, 1870s, early 1900s, maybe post-Impressionist for the most part, but all um, original, incredible sna- scenes of natures. There, there's crucifixes from around the world that are just – it's unbelievable how beautiful the art is. And, and so this place is literally – if I had a billion dollars to spend, this is essentially what I would build. Uh, it, it's, it absolutely – brings you into a place I, I kept laughing throughout the the time because i just i was so overwhelmed by the beauty and how well the focus was on on beauty and they even have a, a a replica of the pieta there's like one of two made of uh michelangelo's pieta um it's again i keep going on and on and on really incredible okay and then you, you get there Thursday, and you start at 7.30. You get, there, you get there between, like, 4 and 6. They have dinner. And then at 7.30, boom, you can't talk. Um, so I, I didn't have a cell phone, essentially, from Thursday. I turned it off Thursday night and basically didn't turn it back on until Sunday morning at around noon or so. Incredibly freeing, right? Just that alone. Going without a phone for that long. Didn't even have the urge to check it. I thought I would check it. Um, didn't even... Didn't even check it. Um, was was completely uh, off the grid, and it was you know obviously extraordinarily freeing. Uh, and I mean that alone is, is is an experience in and of itself. Okay, the rest of it, and I don't need to get too far into the schedule and whatnot. But it, there are these these re, the, there's a retreat director who then directs us through the Ignatian spiritual principles, and every retreat director every time you go is going to be different. Um, and they kind of rotate these guys in and out, but they're all Jesuits, and it's all Ignatian-led. So it's very much steeped into the um, into the Ignatian spiritual principles, and that's what I want to dive into right now. Is is a lot of the the things I got out of it. Well, you know, maybe the, what spoke to me, I'm sure, isn't what spoke to the rest of the the men on this retreat. And they are also so the retreats are done men's weekends, women's weekends. So it's it's all separated out. Um, but I want to, I want to talk just about a lot of the things that I got out of it and share it with you. Uh, hopefully there's something that you, you, you can glean from the, the principles that, uh, that I got. So first and foremost, they're obviously Ignatian spirituality, very big in prayer, uh, steeping ourselves in prayer. And he brought up the point, the director brought up the point, Father Frank is his name. Um, you know, am I praying enough? Am I praying enough? And, you know, it's all, especially in the working world, it's really hard. It's difficult to, to know if you are praying enough. Can you pray enough with all the demands we have? And he goes, if you are in a cloister and you're praying eight hours a day, but your prayer is not bringing you closer to God, meaning you're not loving, am I growing in trust, faith, and obedience in the eyes of God? If I'm doing that, if I'm growing in trust, faith, and obedience in the eyes of God, and I can do that in 15 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day, if my prayer is bringing me into trust, faith, and obedience with God, then my prayer is effective. Then I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm praying the way I'm supposed to be praying. He was very big on, you know, what works for some people doesn't work for others. And I've said this before, right? I mean, some people have a, a devotion to the rosary that you couldn't take it away from, and other people struggle with it. That's, I mean, that's fine. It's different for each person, right? If the liturgy of the hours is what, what brings you into uh, faith, uh, trust, and obedience with God, then good. But understanding that is, what, that is what it is. And all of this, everything we're talking about when it comes to, to prayer, when it comes to faith, when it comes to men's groups, when it comes to anything in the spiritual life, Anything we're talking about, the the goal of it is to help us love. If I'm doing all these things and I'm no more loving than I was before I did them, then what is the point? And he was that was one of my biggest takeaways that everything 
needs to come back to how am I treating other people? How is my prayer helping me to A, grow in relationship, faith, and trust, and obedience with God, but then B, how am I then going out and loving others? Am I doing it in a loving way? Because if I'm not, all of this is for not. You know, for me, I really learned I needed to be more quiet and observant to both people and nature around me. You know, I never had the time just to sit and observe nature, um, and I just was steeped in it. I was steeped in, in just staring at the birds, watching I watched this one bird fly from above my head to feed the children and then fly really far away and then find a worm somewhere then fly back. But I've never had the opportunity to watch that and just to watch, okay, here, look how much this bird cares for its children. It was just a really unique experience. That I, I now need to be more in tune with nature. Uh, I, I absolutely need to be more in tune with nature. The, 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 the retreat was, was centered around the principles of the uh, Ignatian retreat. So it's a four-week retreat. It's 30 days, essentially. And the first principle to me was one that was, uh, was, I, it was so powerful to me. I wrote the whole thing down by hand. Um, this is St. Ignatius. Human beings are created to praise, reverence, and serve God our Lord, and by means of doing this to save our souls. Praise, reverence, and serve God. And by means of doing this to save our souls. So that's, that's number one. That's the first principle. Praise, reverence, serve God. Second paragraph. The other things created on the face of the earth are created for the human beings to help them in the pursuit of the end for which they were created. So again, our end is to praise, reverence, and serve God. The things on earth are created for us to, to help us do that, to help us praise, to help us reverence, and to help us serve God. To the extent that they are not, they are taken away from us, we must get rid of them. So next paragraph, it follows that if we ought to use these things to the extent that they help us towards our end and free ourselves from them to the extent that they hinder us from it. So if things in nature can help us to praise, reverence, and serve God, good. If things like our cell phones, if things like uh, food and drink are taken away from our ability to serve God, then, then we have to get rid of them. We have to get rid of them. We can very, I mean, Jesus spoke obviously a lot about this, but St. Ignatius really brings it through here in the first principle. Next paragraph. To attain this, it is necessary to make ourselves indifferent to all created things in regards to everything which is left to our free will and is not forbidden. So we have to be able to detach ourselves from created things. We have to be indifferent to them. And then consequently, on our own part, we ought to not seek health rather than sickness, wealth, rather than poverty, honor rather than dishonor, a long life rather than a short one, and so on in all other matters. His point is that we need to be so detached from all the things of the world that all we care about is to praise, reverence, and serve God, period. Everything else at that point kind of falls in the background if we're doing those first three principles. Lastly, rather, we ought to desire to choose only that which is more conducive to the end for which we are created. So, again, I, I thought that was a great way of setting up everything. Um, just a really good way of setting the, the, the weekend up uh, to understand that is it in a nutshell. Praise, reverence, serve God. If things are taking us away from that, get rid of them. If things help us to do that, good. Do them. Uh, this the, the spiritual director, the priest, the, the retreat director, um, had a lot of great quotes that I wanted to kind of share, some good stories that he had that I thought helped me to enter into prayer. Uh, one of the quotes he shared was of Woody Hayes. So Woody Hayes was a uh, coach from 
uh, Ohio State back in the 70s and whatnot. He kind of built the Ohio State program in the 60s. Probably 80s. I don't know. I'm way off. Whatever. 60s. I'm going to say 70s and 80s and feel good about it. Okay. Um, Woody Hayes. I don't want a team that wants to win. I want a team that wants to do the hard work necessary to win. He talked to me about this uh, when I was in spiritual, director, spiritual direction with him. He's like, listen, in the spiritual life, everyone wants to get to heaven. That's, no, who doesn't want that? But I want someone that wants to do the hard work necessary. Someone who's willing to put aside those things that are hindering us from our relationship to God. I want someone who's willing to make the sacrifices necessary to love the way we're supposed to love. It's not easy to do it. You've got to make a conscious effort to do it. And those are the types of things that help us then to win, right? Same thing in the spiritual life. Um, and, you know, talked about when it comes to, to, to sin in general. So this is the second part now, second week of the spiritual exercises. You know, making a game plan. He goes, I, I, people, people act as if they don't know the sun is going to rise in the east. Like this is, they're surprised when it happens, meaning when, when you've got things going on and you know they're going to cause you to sin— you didn't get enough sleep. You drank too much. You got, you know, you're getting in a fight with, you know, your kids are pulling on you or whatever it is, or work something's going to trigger you. You know that's going to trigger you to to fall into sin or whatever it is. Like you know that's how you react. Get out of the situation, or or try to avoid it. He told the story. He goes, people come to me. He was a priest in New Orleans. People come to me in confession. Be like, oh, Father, you know, forgive me for I've sinned. You know, I was I'd been drinking and it was you know it was three a.m. and I was on Bourbon Street. And his his point to me is like. They don't. They're like they don't even realize that those first three things were what led them to the last thing. Whatever they're going to confess next, you know. If you're if you're making the choice to do all those things that led you to Bourbon Street at three a.m., those those were what got you in trouble in the first place. Uh, and I think that's you know don't put ourselves in a position to fail. Put ourselves in positions to win. Um, you know, there was this. I, I had a lot of thoughts on on meekness, on strength under control. Again, something. How can how can I? take the fire that's within me to do right um, but to control because Ignatian spirituality is very much around the person of Jesus trying to be more like the person of Jesus so I had a lot of these images of uh, of how would Jesus react if he were in my position if he was struggling with what I was struggling with if he was in the positions that I was in and again coming to know the person of Jesus through uh, the, the Ignatian reading of Bible uh, of Scripture, which is you know just to put yourself in in the slowly chew on it, use all five senses to put yourself in position. Again, I think the the movie The Chosen does such a great job of doing this. All right, I'm running long on time. I'm gonna do a short break. When I come back, I'm going to finish uh, kind of some final thoughts I had. There's a lot to, to unpack here, uh, but I didn't want to do two shows um, to, on all the stuff I, I I got out of it. But there's a few more things I want to hit on. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. 
What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for sticking with me uh, on these reflections from the three-day silent retreat I had at the Cloisters on the Platte. It's actually in Greta is the name of Greta, Nebraska, just outside of Omaha. So a few further uh, thoughts. First and foremost, I, I know now that I was not called to uh, be in a cloister. I, I found out officially that I was not supposed to be a monk that doesn't talk. Uh, as you as you may imagine, uh, I will say I will say this: it was not it was not as hard. People go, "You'll never be able to do it." Actually, it was fine. Like I actually had very little trouble at all. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. People don't really realize that about me. I do like silence. I don't like dislike silence. I have uh, I, I enjoy it quite a bit. I will say, by the time Sunday at, at noon came, I was quite ready uh, to to speak with other human beings. Uh, I also noticed in ter- like you learn these kinds of things about yourself when you're you know two and a half days in on a silent retreat. You know, I I definitely am geared towards action, right? So I could I learn this about myself even as I'm in silent contemplation and praying, getting deeper with the Lord. I'm learning that. I still have in my head, okay, who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to pray for? Who do I need to write letters to? Who do I need to thank for this? Or, who do, you know, whatever those things are, what's my checklist? Um, that was still in my mind. Um, again, it was, mostly, it was mostly spiritual than it was, you know, work-related or anything. But I, I still have a – my propensity towards action was still there, even in the quietude uh, of – of the cloister. So the 30 day retreat, I do want to just talk, talk real quick. You know, the first I talk about the founding principles, the, the next th- uh, three weeks essentially are diving into the, the ministry of Jesus and then into the passion of Jesus and then the resurrection of Jesus. There's fruits of those that they're hoping for you to, to uncover while you're, while you're praying over them. But man, you know, we, we, we did this experiment where we just read, uh, I re- you know, chose the gospel of Mark and just sat down and in one sitting read, uh, from chapter one through when the passion starts. So you're essentially reading the entirety of, you're reading the entirety of the narrative, uh, of the ministry portion just in one sitting. And yeah, it really does open your eyes to a different view of, of the ministry. You know, you really see kind of start to finish, um, how he, you know, how he went, how he walked, where he went, what the tenor was um, of it. And so it was just a really good way to enter into it. And then I read, you know, all the, you know, obviously the passion account and all of the, the uh, resurrection accounts and, and entered into them in a different way. And there's something about just taking, you know, extra time and really slowing down uh, and allowing the Lord to speak to you that, again, I'd never done it before. And, and I found it to be extraordinarily fruitful. Uh, you know, it's something where I truly believe that I need to be doing more of it again, not maybe to this to this level. Um, though you definitely need, I did find that by the second day I was really kind of in my groove. Um, so you do want to take some level of time. This is this is an ex, an extreme version of it. But again, uh, the, the name of the place is the Cloisters on the Platte. I, I'd strongly recommend if you can, especially guys. There there are openings out there you can find, and if you sign up, um, you could do it. Grab a friend or two. Another another reason to surround yourself with holy friends. You know, I would never would have done. This. 
business. I didn't have buddies who were doing it anyway and talked to me about doing it. So again, I talk about having holy friendships. It's just another example uh, of how those things uh, how those things can manifest themselves. So thank you for joining me today on Man Up on IO Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis, and it's time to man up. Man up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness. 